Good morning, baseball fans, and welcome along to episode number, let me check my notes, uh, 18 of the Townsville Avengers Baseball Podcast. I am Rory Condorino. Joining me this week is sunshine, clear skies, and fresh air, because I decided to go for a walk along the river while I record this episode. Uh, It's my podcast, and I'll do what I want, but just, I will apologize in advance if a noisy car drives past or if a large dog decides to chase me halfway through the recording so of course uh we'll talk or we i will talk about all the baseball action that happened on this past sunday sunday the 24th of july the only thing being there are a couple of games that i didn't get to check out well there really only saw two of them so we'll focus a bit on those and just touch on the others First game to go over is Diamonds Blue versus Diamonds Black, 10.30 on Diamond 1. This was one of the games I didn't get a chance to see, and checking the game out on Game Changer, uh, there's nothing to see. There were no batters, no pitches, just a score. Uh, So Diamonds Blue took the matchup 8-3. And as far as I could tell, this is the first time that Diamonds Blue have won that matchup. So good for them, good for the ladies getting out there and beating their stablemates from the other Diamond squad. Uh, hopefully that's indicative of just the development of their talent, you know, their, their practices paying off and things of this nature. And how they decide to organize the squads moving forward will, I'm sure, play a big part in what happens with the B-grade competition for 2023. We'll now jump into the afternoon for the two A-grade games, because again, I didn't get a chance to really take a look at those. And starting with Pirates Jethawks, that was over on Diamond 2. So Pirates took this one out. It was a six-inning Mercy Rule win, 14-4 over the Jethawks. Pirates continue to do their thing, putting up plenty of runs. Uh, Through the game, again, this is just game-changer stats, so forgive me, but Pirates had 21 hits. And just about everyone was getting involved with the offense. I think there was one or two players who unfortunately didn't get on base, but more or less the entire lineup was playing baseball. Uh, And the one stat that stood out to me was that uh, Scott Stania had two doubles in the game. So good power from the man who hit a home run while we were up in Cairns a couple of weeks ago. Over in Diamond 1, we had the other two A-grade teams playing. So this was... Taipans versus Mustangs, a tale as old as time. Uh, the thing that I did actually get to see the first couple innings of this game, but was only sort of paying attention. While warming up, I was sitting with Craig Searle on the sidelines, and he was watching Tom Flannery, who was the starting pitcher for, for Mustangs. And... I can't recall exactly what the mechanical issue was, maybe a lack of follow-through or something like that on his pitches. But before the game even started, Craig had said, oh, he's going to be wild. And then sure enough, with Taipans being the away team and batting at the top of the first, the first eight pitches were all balls consecutively. And it just gave me a new respect for Mr. Searle and and his baseball wisdom. So certainly if you're looking for any advice or someone to correct your mechanics, he's probably a good one to go to. Uh, overall, the game ended up being a win for Taipans. They went 12. Uh, they put up 12 runs to Mustangs 1. 
the one thing that stood out to me again looking at the box score is those 12 runs came on only seven hits so tight bands were drawing walks and hit by pitches to get on base but then using the hits to come around and they did have a good display of power with four extra base hits uh, scott lewis mark blizzard servio castillo and michael jameson all had doubles on the day so Good uh, all-around offensive effort by Taipans, showing patience at the plate and then being able to drive in their base runners. Now we'll go to the two B-grade Avengers games. And I was sort of involved in both of these. Well, I played in both of them, so, <laughs> uh, so I did get a good look. At 8 a.m. on Diamond 2 was Mavericks versus Razorbacks. Uh, this ended up being a W for Mavs. They put up 17 runs to Razors 7. Uh, point to note, Razors were missing Adam Bonnie, Adam Locke, uh, Jaden Woodbridge, and Hayden. So that's basically their entire infield, plus uh, Lockie, who is a solid outfielder and a good offensive presence as well. Uh, and I think the lack of continuity and consistency in the lineup really showed on the day. Although, uh, maybe not, uh, let me rephrase. I think the, the lack of sort of consistency on defense probably made the, the biggest play. Uh, the hits were really close. So Mavs had 10 to Razors 9. So on a different day, it might have been much closer. However, the Mavs were able to draw 12 walks. And then there were three errors committed by Razors as well, which is no doubt where those extra runs came across. Uh, never mind the fact that Mavericks had 14 stolen bases. Uh, and I think, without wanting to, to throw him totally under the bus, I think Mick doesn't have the best of throwing arms, and he was a little bit reluctant to pull the, thr the trigger on a couple of throws, be it to second or to third, when the runner was moving. And then in the latter half of the game, we had Connor up on the bump, and Connor, really good pitcher, but he does have a relatively long sort of delivery, a, a slow time to get to the plate. So those two things together kind of meant that Mavs were more or less able to run the base paths freely. Uh, speaking of Connor, he and Homer were the two guys on Razorbacks who had multiple hits. Connor went three for three, and Homer had a double and a single. A ground rule double at that, he hit it all the way out past the cones. Uh, on the other side, Mavericks obviously played a good game. They put up a ton of runs. They actually loaned, <clears throat> excuse me, they actually loaned Mitch to us to, to help us make up numbers. We only rolled, rolled up with eight with all those absences we men I mentioned before. Uh, ben was their pitcher. He pitched the, the entire game and he's been taking the, the bump more and more often for Mavericks and really looks to be finding some form up there. The other notable sort of change to how they uh, set their defense was they've got a new guy, Leo, who's playing catcher for them. And he's doing a great job. He's got a really good throwing arm. His, his throwovers are really crisp. But more than that, I think it frees up Matt to move into the outfield where he can use his speed and athleticism a, a bit more it's a role I think he's a bit more suited to than catching. Uh, so the only thing I want to mention before we move into the fifth and final game 
Razors do play Mavericks again in the final week of the regular season. So hopefully they get all their guys back, come out at full strength, and can take it to them before the, the start of their postseason. Anyway, so that leaves just one game that was also played, or that was played at 10.30, over on Diamond 2, and that's Steelers versus Taipans B. Similar to the Razorbacks, Steelers were undermanned. So uh, Nuri was there playing, uh, and I'm pretty sure he'd more or less come straight from town to the, the field in the morning. Uh, he didn't have his cleats and looked like he was wearing borrowed pants, uh, but that didn't stop him from getting a really nice over-the-shoulder catch in the outfield later in the game. Uh, Steelers borrowed Dave from Mavs to fill in on the infield for them, and even with him coming across, uh, they still only were able to have eight guys out on the field. That said, it was a competitive game uh, for the duration. Taipans did end up, end up taking it out 10 to 6. And I think there are three players in particular who really, honestly, who won the game for Taipans B. So the first one would be Travis, Travis Moody. Sorry, I'm a little bit out of breath. I didn't consider that walking and talking would be quite as, uh, uh, quite as exhausting. But here we go. Travis Moody. Trav went three for three at the plate. Uh, and he pitched the full game, so six innings behind the... Uh, pardon me, he kept caught. He was catching. He caught for six innings, which is a, a tough job to do. And did a great job managing three different pitches throughout. Uh, Scott Kelly had another nice day. He went two for four and came in for his first inning of relief this year, where he closed out the game. Did... Got through the final inning with only one run coming across and he managed to do it with only 17 pitches. So very efficient job getting up there and pitching. And then the other guy to mention is Rob Guy, who went two for three with a double and a home run, a grand slam no less. So not only did he account for four runs on offense plus whatever he could have scored, whatever he would have scored with the double earlier, uh, but he also pitched the second to last inning and was clean through there. Very uh, different pitching style to most of the guys we have in Townsville. He got up there and the time between pitches had to be sub 10 seconds. So both for the fielders behind him and the batters at the plate, very little time to think, very little time to adjust before the next ball was delivered and the next play was underway. So I'd love to see more of him uh, in relief and seeing what he can do from the bump as well. Uh, overall, this was a super fun game to be involved with. Uh, shame that Steelers didn't quite have their full staff, but it really does set up type B nicely as we roll through the last couple of games of the, uh, of the regular season. So that's it for all of our game recaps. And I'm not sure how well the mic will pick it up, but I'm just now going past the weir opposite the Riverview Tavern. There's some lovely water flowing over the, over the weir. It's very pleasant. And thankfully there's no one here to listen to me talking to myself. Uh, something I've been thinking about for the past couple of weeks. Uh, over the Easter break, we had the North Queensland Games 
and put together the B-grade All-Stars team. And then further to that, like we've just had the MLB All-Star game. So I've had All-Stars on my mind. And I was thinking, if I were to make an honest-to-goodness B-grade All-Stars team and taking the best player from each position, who would I put on it? There's a couple of positions where I'm pretty sure that I already have the guy in mind who I want in that spot. And then there's a couple of positions where I have a short list and then there's a few where I absolutely have no idea. So what I would love is for anyone out there listening to jump on Facebook and find me and send me a message with your list of who you think the best B-grade player is at each position. So eight fielders, pitcher, maybe two pitchers. We can look at like a starter reliever situation. Uh, shoot that through to me and in the next week or so, so either on episode 19 or 20, I'll go through and compile everyone's answers and weight them because obviously my opinion will count for more than <laughs> everyone else's. It's, again, it's my podcast and I'll do what I want. Uh, and then present the 2022 Townsville B-grade All-Stars team. I think that'll be fun. And obviously, just who you think is the best in those positions is super important uh, but if you can say why that helps as well or even if you get super motivated you could send in a little sound clip and I can edit that into the show if there's a particular player you really want to go to bat for so that's all from me another great week of baseball and the real winner is baseball looking forward now so this coming week Razorbacks are playing Steelers Taipans B have diamonds and Taipans A are up against the Pirates. Again, I think this will be, they'll face Pirates for two more times before the end of the regular season. So looking to uh, get a good win to, to let Pirates know that they can't just run away and take it all uncontested. So thank you for joining me. Again, please send me in your B-grade all-star team recommendations and other than that one club one family just be better yeah